I am recording as well. Well, why the fuck did you say something? Just had to make sure my mic was checked because Brett was playing fucking Halo again. <laughs> Always playing fucking Halo, fucking with my shit. Yeah, she's probably cracked at it now, though. She is fucking cracked. She gets like 20 every game. God damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, she just goes federal on that. Hey, gotta get her ready, man. She's got less than a month now to do the podcast episode with Fran. Oh my god, I know. That's fucking. That'll be funny. <laughs> Five, four, three, two. Welcome to the Pitch Your Pick podcast, the podcast where we dive deep into the sports books, find our favorite plays, and pitch them to each other to find the best bets every day. I'm Joe. This is the idiot over here, Jer. How you doing today, my man? <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, I got holidays to use at work before the end of our fiscal year and at the end of the month, so I'm taking tomorrow off again. So it's a good day. It's the weekend now. All right, all right, all right. We like it. We like it. Uh, I guess we'll jump right into it and check out the vets. I called you an idiot because you're wearing an Indiana jersey in Indiana. Ooh, man, am I unhappy about the picks today. <laughs> Ooh. So uh, just to give a brief little overview, Tyrese Maxey and the 76ers decided to do absolutely nothing in that game. So we love that for them. Uh, Minnesota Wild bet was beautiful for you. That uh, over was just some absolute fugue. So that was a quick check. And the Blue Jackets was great for you as well. Like, the 76ers didn't even score 100, and it still checked off because that over was so low, which is just unreal. But Michigan... Yeah, that, that, thing, cl- that thing went uh, went from 222.5 at open to it closed at 235.5. Yeah, it was it was so unreal, man. Unreal. Like basically, anyone that would have woke up this morning, that number was gone, unfortunately. Yeah, but, uh, you know... Sometimes... You get rewarded for betting overnight. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of what I didn't get rewarded, uh, Michigan up 17 at halftime um, and then lost by five. Uh, so we love that. And then Texas up 20, the largest margin of victory ever choked in the Big 12 tournament, and they lost by five to TCU. So, um, yeah, I had a great I had a great day at that day. So we'll, uh, we'll just ignore that, and we'll let uh, Jer walk us through the wonderful uh, NHL slate, though it is only – Four games compared to what we had the the crazy amount what yesterday. So yeah, it's it's, it's all right. But anyway, you can uh, you can walk us through and tell us what we're supposed to be looking for here. Yeah, so there's a lot or just four games, as Joe said. But and a lot of these teams are actually on back to backs. Um, I think at least four or five of them are. Um, so that always makes matchups interesting. Um, the first game I'm gonna talk about is actually the Vegas and Pittsburgh game, which I've find pretty interesting Vegas. um and then minnesota and columbus are two of the best teams to the over so that's going to be an interesting matchup uh winnipeg in new york is kind of a snooze fest but it's a good line to bet on so i guess it's an okay game um and then washington and vancouver should be pretty good uh it's minus 110 on both sides yeah we like that we like that nba a decent slate of games compared to the absolute trash that was yesterday. Uh, now, there weren't a full set of lines when we recorded this podcast. I was looking into some definite beautiful unders in this Heat-Cavs game just because, you know, Miami Heat locks down a little bit. But there's still some good games. I mean, you got Jared's Raptors going against the Suns. Could be a good one out there, even though Phoenix is favored by six. 
uh, you know, Celtics and Pistons are playing again, which can be a snooze fest. Knicks and Grizzlies are going to be fun. I was excited about this Hornets and Pelicans game until I found out that uh, CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram aren't going to be playing in that one. So Better get excited because we're talking about it. You know, I was more excited about it when I could bet on CJ's over against the Hornets. I'm less excited now mm. that I can't do that because I like that bet. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, and then we get to watch the Lake Show with LeBron probably on a few glasses of wine and trying to beat Kuzma <laughs> and forcing and the Wizards out there. So we'll see how that one ends up going. And uh, probably a Luka triple-double against the Rockets. You never know. Uh, college basketball is going to be an interesting one. We still have some games that are TBD because, you know, those West Coast games just take way too long to finish, man. Oh, my Lord. Uh, but anyway, uh, actually had a pretty good fight yesterday for my Syracuse Oranges. So, you know, we love that. But, but it's actually a good slate of games tomorrow. I mean, we're getting to that tournament time. There's going to be so many games. If you're a college basketball fan, just get out there and watch some games, man. If you're somebody who needs to make a bracket over the weekend pretty soon and need to learn about some college games. It's also a great time to maybe, you know, take a peek, hint, hint, hint um, at some of the games and people that you'll be seeing. But yeah, it's a lot of good games, especially this LSU-Arkansas one. Highly recommend checking this one out. Just going to be a good game. But yeah, just check them out and just have some fun. So uh, yeah, without further ado, I guess because I have three picks I'll be pitching today, I guess I can uh, hop it off into the first one since Jerry's, uh, he's slacking off today, only doing two. But, you know, it's okay. So we'll we'll let him go with it. I got two winners though. Oh, two. You know what? That, after my performance today, I'll, uh, I'll have to go with you on that. So uh, the bet that I'm gonna be taking here is one that uh, Jared loves when I do this. I'm going to the star player and I'm picking points, rebounds, and assists. Mm -hmm. We love it, man. Just back to over live. We had a bad day, so I have to go back to where <laughs> I feel safe and I'm not scared in the corner. <laughs> We're going Jason Tatum over on his points, rebounds, and assists because that 40 and a half, and I mean this guy can absolutely tear through that. Because he hit it the last eight of his last 10 games. And partly because he had 44 and 54 in his last two games and covered the line by himself. But the two games before that, he had 37, 5, and 6, 33, 7, and 8. So really, Tatum's just honestly been on a tear. Now, Detroit is 23rd in points allowed and 23rd in assists allowed, as well as being 24th in rebounds allowed. So really, this is a matchup that's pretty set for Tatum to just take over. But he actually has only covered it once out of the three games against Detroit, so this may be a bit of an iffy pick for me snagging it. Uh, but I looked at the two games. One was just a terrible performance by Tatum when he just didn't really care to be playing against Detroit. And the other two, Jalen Brown just kind of took over and just had a good game against them. So, I, you know, it is what it is. Now, Tatum in his last 10 games, he's averaging 34 points, 7 rebounds, and 4 assists, which is enough to get us over this. And with Detroit allowing the highest 3-point percentage and 3rd highest field goal percentage out of every single team to opponents, Tatum's probably going to have a pretty good game out here. The only problem that I really see with a lot of these games and with Celtics bets in general is just if they're going to tune in and actually try on these games. That's really the only problem with the Boston Celtics. They just never really decided to tune it in after the All-Star break. But luckily for us, it's after the All-Star break. So I'm just looking for Tatum to continue this hot streak of just, you know, dropping a good 30 and get me a nice, you know, six and five on the rebounds and assists, especially with uh, the starting center for Detroit, Isaiah Stewart out. I think there's definitely some more boards for Tatum to just get out there. So, yeah, it's easy, simple, my uh, typical bets. Yeah, I actually like this one, though. Um, I don't think you can quote me on this. Yeah. But cause I was watching I was watching the uh, Boston Celtics last game against the Hornets because I bet on it. Yeah. Um, and I believe... The commentators were talking about some form of a stat about most points 
over a certain stretch of games and it might have been like a five game stretch and they were talking about him closing in on this Celtics record so yeah I don't know if that could be a motivating factor tonight don't quote me on this <laughs> but like the dude either way the dude is a different type of locked in right now he was just making stupid shots last night and the night before for a matter of fact Oh, I was looking at it. Tatum right now through his last four games has 168 points, which is unreal. He's averaging 42 a game in his last four. So that's just enough to pass this by himself. Now, I don't, I'm not going to bet on the fact that Tatum's going to drop 40 because it just makes his line way too easy. But I do think with how he's been shooting, a good 30 point game out of him is probably pretty likely. So, I mean, over and over his last two games, uh, he's hit. 8 of 15 threes, and then in his last game against Charlotte, he hit 6 of 9. Yeah. Like, he's uh, That's like, I don't know, a cool 60% from 3 in his last two games. Yeah, he's he's shooting it pretty well. On you know? 10 attempts per game. Like, that's not bad for a two-game run. He's on a tear. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I, that's why I did it. I think Tatum, I'm just riding, trying to ride on a hot streak that Tatum's having right now. And I think, given that I his think it's hot just streak, starting, too. I think it's just starting, too, because he would just came off a real yeah. cold run. Which is why I was surprised. Given his last two performances, I thought this was going to be higher than what it was. So I was actually going to it to pick the under. And then when I saw that it was only like 40 and a half, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll take that. But I thought it was going to be on one of those Luka under 50 and a half. And I, was, I was ready to get a little under on it. But I'll take this one at uh, 40 and a half. It looks pretty nice. Yeah, I like that. I like that. What do you got for us, huh? I'm still trying to decide what I want to pitch first. Should I go NBA first or NHL first? Well, I'll be in the NBA for all three of my picks. So if you want to just get okay, the NHL get, one out or the yeah, let's get a let's get the NHL one out. So tonight we're it's the battle of the black and gold. Uh, the P- Pittsburgh Penguins are at home tonight, taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, you're Knights. treating me to a wonderful one. Uh, <laughs> now the Knights, uh, the Knights are coming off a back to back against Buffalo, where they lost two one, and Buffalo is horrendous. Oh, um, both these teams um, have been struggling offensive recently. The Penguins are only scoring 2.80 goals per game over their last 10, and the Golden Knights are only scoring 2.30 goals over their last 10. Um, And the slump for the Knights has gotten worse recently. They've only scored four goals in their last three games combined, and the under has gone, or the under, or the games have gone under in three straight. Um, And the total's set in this at six in this game, and my immediate thought was towards the under here. Um, however, the last time these teams played, the Penguins won the game 5-3, and the total went over by 3. Um, or 2. Sorry. Um, and in this game, Vegas, uh, like, in that game, Vegas raced out to a 3-0 lead and then gave up 5 straight unanswered goals to the Penguins in the second and third period. Um, and coming off a game like that, I think both teams will try and tighten up defensively. Um, because the Knights won't want to get embarrassed like that again, and the Penguins won't want to have to climb out of that hole again. Um, tonight we should probably see Robin Leonard between the pipes for Vegas. Uh, in his last two starts, he's only allowed two goals in each game, so he's had good starts. Um, and both of those games went under, but we don't really know, because he is actually injured right now, and we don't know the status if he's going to play or if he's not. Um, and if he's not going to play, I like this even more. Um, 
And as I said, my initial lean was towards the under, but with the uncertain uncertainty of uh, Lanner's injury, I think I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Penguins money line. Um, in a game that I think is going to be played tighter defensively, I lean towards the Penguins, who rank fourth in goals allowed, and will likely see Tristan Yari in net for the Penguins, who is having a career year himself. He's 27-12-6 um, in games he's started and is tied for the third most shutouts in the NHL against a struggling Vegas offense. Um, I like the Penguins tonight at minus 135. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. How do you score three, or four goals in three games? That's just, that's, that's mm, tough. Struggling. That's, that's, that's tough. Uh, what it, so you said both of these teams are struggling, which would make me a little nervous of it, but I mean, somebody's got to win it. <laughs> the 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 penguins are struggling to score slightly but they're like they they don't give up many goals so they're still winning games uh, i didn't yeah. really talk about how much like right like they're playing like veg or the penguins are five and five over the last 10 games mm-hmm. um and have lost two games straight so it might be a bounce back spot here i didn't really talk too much about how they perform because i just think the penguins are kind of a better matchup or match up a little better both these teams shoot the puck a ton um which just results in a lot of dead pucks and whistles and whatever uh, and vegas actually allows the 25th most goals to opposing centers um and obviously you don't know who they are but you well, you should know Sidney crosby um familiar yes yeah, um, who plays center and scores a ton of goals. And then Evgeny Malkin, who's been playing with Crosby for years, one of the best scorers ever, too. So I just like the Penguins in this matchup to probably... I, I I got worried about the total with the Vegas goaltending situation because if Leonard's not in, the Penguins could... We could see another Islanders game where the Penguins cover the total by themselves. <laughs> And I just really think the Penguins win this one. I know that it's a little bit of juice to pay at minus one thirty, and I think it's already climbing. Um, I don't know. I just I jumped on this line early because I thought it was a little weird. Yeah, fair enough. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll I'll let you have it. Ooh, we got a Coke there. He's looking at look at him matching in all red. <laughs> Coke, Indiana, and a backwards red hat that we can't see who it is, but. <laughs> We'll, we'll, Houston Rockets, that's why it's turned back. Houston Rockets, one of the worst teams in the league. We love it. Anyway, uh, but they did beat the Lakers, so LeBron had too many glasses of wine that night. Anyway, uh, we'll be taking it back to the Seeing NBA. Seeing three rims in that game. We'll be taking it back to the NBA. Uh, we'll be going to the Hawks um, on this one, and I will be avoiding the star player. I know, surprise, surprise. Uh, we're going to be going to somebody that maybe. I don't know, I would overlook a little bit, but he's been on a tear recently, and that's DeAndre Hunter, and I'm looking at his overall points, which is currently set at 12 and a half. Now, Hunter isn't normally a guy who I would look at too much, but he's actually been slipped into that starting role, and he's been hooping at it, so I, I do like him in here. So at 12 and a half, this is a line that he's hit in about 60% of his uh, last 20 games, and has hit it 7 out of his last 10, including 4 of his last 5. Um, It's Basically a mirror for his points and assists as well, if anybody's interested in doing just that one. Um, He's basically just been playing more minutes and has been looking better in those minutes. Um, John Collins is coming back into the lineup, which to some would be a bit concerning. But Hunter actually averages 14 points per game when John Collins in the lineup. 
the duo of Trey and John Collins uh, takes a lot of attention, and it just ends up leaving Deontay Hunter wide open, which is always going to be pretty nice. Um, now, both of these teams play a very average kind of pace, so it could be one of those ones where it could go faster, it could go slower, but I mean, either way, with how Deontay Hunter has been playing, I mean, 7-11 of his last game against the Milwaukee Bucks. He was 8-12 against Washington, 7-13 against Chicago, 4-10 of Detroit, but still covered this. I just think the way that he's been shooting, how aggressive he's been and making sure that he's getting, you know, above his, you know, 10 to 12 shots out there in this starting line has just been nice. And with the fact that Kevin Herter has really been struggling, DeAndre Hunter has kind of been moved to that like third-ish option uh, for this Hawks team. And I think that he can definitely just keep this going uh, and just shoot it out. because He's actually in his last five games averaging 16 points per game, which is definitely higher than the 12 and a half that this is currently at. And it's averaging 14 in his last 10. So aside from the occasional bad game, he's essentially always at, you know, 10 to 12 points anyway. And I'm just betting on the fact that DeAndre Hunter comes out here with that extra attention that maybe John Collins is going to be drawing and just gets a few more easy buckets, maybe in transition or something like that against a, uh, a team in the Clippers that is a decent defensively, but obviously a little bit weak. And, you know, you never know. I just like DeAndre Hunter out here. The performance that he's had recently just makes this uh, 12 and a half look pretty juicy in my opinion. Yeah, you're just betting the points, right? Yeah. Okay, I got myself confused here looking at uh, the web this website. Every I got looking at all the charts, and all the charts are seven out of ten. Uh, I mean, by the looks of it, pick any prop you want on this guy that yeah. doesn't involve a that doesn't really involve assists, points, and rebounds. Points, rebounds, points, whatever. Points, rebounds, assists, whatever you want. It. Yeah, I mean, 18, 26, 15, 17 is the last four but, games yeah, for him. Yeah, like, I, li- I like the points. 18, 26, 15, 17. Yeah, it's easy. He either hits it easily or doesn't. <laughs> and the two the two games he didn't hit it were against Boston. Another one was Chicago, so. And the Chicago one, I think he actually got, like, injured or had to sit out for something. He's only played he 13 only, minutes. He only, yeah, so he I wasn't even really counting that one when I was looking at it because it's just, you know, freak accident. You know, it happens. Yeah. All right. I like that. We'll get our dubs. All right. What do we what do we got for the NBA bet here? Well, I already said it earlier. We we're going to talk about the Charlotte Hornets at the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh. Um, the, Hornet, the Hornets are favored by minus one and a half points here um, because, as Joe said, the Pelicans will be out without CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram. Um, these are the two players that really fueled this recent run that have made the Pelicans somewhat interesting to watch. Um, the Hornets have been struggling recently, but most of those struggles have come at home. Over the or on the road over their last ten games are seven two and one against the spread. Um, and tonight the New Orleans Pelicans will be led by Jonas Valanciunas, who's scoring seventeen point eight points per game this season. Um, these two teams have not played yet this season, um, but they're two polar opposite. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans rank 22nd in pace, and that will only get slower without their two best scorers, whereas the Hornets rank 3rd in pace and will be are tied for 5th in 3-point percentage. Um, the Hornets can put up points, and they can do it in a hurry. Um, the, po- the Pelicans allow their opponents to take 12, the 12th most 3-pointers per game, and that's the game the Hornets love to play. Um, with the Pelicans missing their two best shooters, I think they're gonna they're really gonna struggle here to keep up with the Hornets. Um, I love me some JV being the Raptors guy and all, but that back to the basket post game won't cut it against the Hornets. 
if the Pelicans want to win this game, they're going to need to find some depth scoring from either Devontae Graham or like a Herbert Jones type of guy that we talked about earlier. Um, and I'm not really confident that that's going to happen. On the year, Graham is shooting 36.7% from the floor and only 35% from three. Um, and that's a worse field goal percentage than Russell Westbrook, just to throw some Westbrook slander in the podcast. Um, I think the Hornets are a team that feeds on weaker competition at times. I would have loved to see this matchup with McCollum and Ingram. This thing would have been fast pace and high scoring. Um, I don't mind that they're out though, because I really like the Hornets my, at minus one and a half here. I love the way LaMelo Ball has been playing recently. He's covered his point total in six of his last seven games. And he's coming off a real stinker where he got benched for a lengthy period in that game. Um, and I think he'll come out in attack mode tonight. And as you all know from previous episodes of this podcast, I love me some Miles Bridges. So I'm going to take the Hornets here at minus one and a half. Yeah, um, it's already minus two and a half. Uh, for the Hornets. So people are realizing how crazy it is that the Hornets are only barely favored in a game without the Pelicans' two best players. So uh, check it as soon as you can because this could yeah. be uh, getting out of hand. I think it's crazy that it's minus one and a half. I mean, we kind of talked about this one a bit uh, ahead of time, but yeah, I don't see a way in which the Pelicans can really get it going that consistent. Like you said, Devontae Graham just, he's really been bad this season. Like, yeah. Yeah. When you're getting compared to Westbrook efficiency, I think it's time to, you know, sit back, reevaluate. He still shoots far better from three than Westbrook. I'll give him that. But like, it's not really a, if you're near Westbrook shooting threes, um, we won't even go there. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, maybe take a few LeBron glasses of wine and move on. Uh, anyway, the last one. Cheers, LeBron. <laughs> anyway, this last one is one that uh, I don't know if Jared can speak on too much because he's going to have a little bit of bias um, in this one because we're going to be taking it to the Raptors and the Suns to possibly one of his favorite players out here. Uh, so oh, he's got he's got the flag ready. <laughs> there it is. He's got the flag ready. And I think I may, cool. I'm going to take a hot take here. And I think this may be his favorite player or if not his second favorite player on the team. We're going to be talking about Scotty Barnes. Ooh. <laughs> yep. Uh, Scotty Barnes. A little bias. Scotty Barnes has been on a absolute tear. And I honestly think you could pick over on anything for Scotty Barnes. And I would think it's a pretty damn good bet uh, just because Scotty's been going crazy. Now, the reason I love this is Scotty is playing without OG and Anobi, so he's been getting some big-time minutes. Literally has not played a game below 32, aside from one against New Orleans, where they got absolutely horked on, so we got to kind of ignore that. Uh, but what I'm looking at here is his rebounds and assists. These can be pretty finicky, which is a little bit tough, but he's hit this over 70% of his 57 games this season, and individually, for his assists, he's hit that over on 59%, and he's hit the over on his rebounds for about 50% through those 57 games. Now, Phoenix does allow his first in the allowed assist, so they really do not give them up, but they are 18th in rebounds allowed, which is kind of surprising to me given they have JaVale and DeAndre Ayton out there, but you know what? I don't judge. Now, Scotty, I think, can hit this sometimes alone just on rebounds. He averages 7.6, but has had in his last five, 12, 10, 10, 8, and 5. So Scotty can easily pass the above 9.5 just on those alone. But with a nice ball movement kind of team like the Raptors have, he's obviously guaranteed to at least get a few assists out there to capitalize on that. 
if he gets around his you know average 7.6 3.3 that's right above it and i just think it's looking pretty damn good for scotty barnes considering he's had over seven and a half rebounds in four of his last five and over two and a half assists in three of his last five and he's hit the uh rebound and assists over in his three of his last five so overall i think scotty picking up those few extra minutes just gonna let him get a few extra assists few extra rebounds just playing that great team ball and honestly, I also kind of like his over on points in this as well. Just all around, just pick something on Scotty, and you'll be good. Um, did you say if Fred? Did you see if Fred Van Vliet is back or not? He was back last game against the Spurs. So okay, I didn't watch that game, but okay. Um, yeah, I actually like this play, which is surprising. I think I like the points, rebounds, and assists more, maybe, but. There is that. I I I'm gonna use my I'm gonna use my favorite Skip Bayless line. Uh huh. I'm a unbiased Cowboys or I'm a bias or unbiased Cowboys fan. So we're gonna talk about the Raptors unbiasedly here for a minute. Okay. Let's see if you can do it. Um. So with Freddie out and Malachi Flynn out, the Raptors and and really after Freddie, they don't have a ton of playmakers. Yeah. They don't have guys to handle the ball. So in that absence with and with that absence of Malachi Flynn, because he's another one that can kinda do it, Gary Trent Jr. really isn't that guy. No, he just shoots. Um so Scotty Barnes was actually playing point guard in the last couple games. And I think that's why we saw him with so many assists. Cause in that last game with Freddie back, he had one He did have one. He had one assist. So, but I love the way Scotty fits into the Raptors offense, um, especially without OG and Anobi. I think they work great together, but I just think like when they're there, they kind of take each other's shots because they do similar things. Yeah. And without OG there, like he just plays that drive to the rim dunkers roll so well, and he can hit a couple threes every once in a while. He's not great at shooting them. <laughs> but I honestly think with Fred Van Vliet back, I would either just go straight points, points, rebounds, or even just points, rebounds, and assists. Anything on Scotty honestly looks pretty juicy with uh unbiased Raptors out. fan hats off. Bet anything you fucking want on Scotty, it's going over. <laughs> we almost had a clean episode. <laughs> <laughs> we al- we almost had a clean episode. E- e- you can bleep it out. We ruined it right at the end. All right. Uh, so that, those are our bets, but if you guys remember, it's Friday. So we have Fridays with Fran coming out. I guess we'll leave it on the two screen right here, and we'll uh, we'll throw her on the big screen. Look at that. There she is right next to me. This is crazy. Look at this. So we have Fran's Friday pick. Look at that. We can uh, go juicy with it. So I guess I'll, gi- I'll give her the single cam. Uh, she can uh, pitch her pick for Friday for us today. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate the single cam. Um, So I'm going to be talking about the same game, just the opposite team, which I know Jer is not going to love, but... um... You should see the live reaction. Well, let's let's tune to it real quick. (laughs) I'm going to be taking Devin Booker's over for points and assists at 30 and a half. Um, So he's going to be playing the game without CP3, and the four games this season that he has played without CP3, he's hit this over. Um, he's also hit it in his last eight out of ten games, and he's hit it a couple times with points alone. Um, 
he had a couple one was 35 points and one was 38 points and he also had a couple come close that were at 30 so I think it looks pretty good um Toronto's defense is like barely in the top half for ranking against shooting guards so not amazing but not terrible and I think that even if they limit him in points and he doesn't get to the high 20s that he's been averaging, he'll still make it up in assists with CP3 being out of the game. So that is why I am taking the over on this one. Yeah, I like it. I mean, we talked about it a bit before. I, I like it. I think you got to pick a campaign over or a booker over when it comes to CP3 being out as much as Jeremy hate it. Booker's probably going to cook a little bit, you know, and he's probably going to have himself a game. That's how it is. I want to be mad at it, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The I mean, only he's... thing I will say about it, though, is he did the last game, the only game against Toronto this season. When was it? It was January 11th, so yeah. it was a couple months ago, but he had 19 points and assists in that game. Yeah. And that, but that was with a, a Chris Paul. It was just a, that that was a game where it was just all even, and they just played the pace stupid yeah. slow. Ogio though, look at him, he's cooking in that game, uh, having himself a time. But yeah, and that could be a difference maker. OG was would be a great defender on Booker. Yeah, I think without OG, like Scotty's an okay defender, but he's not any OG. I, I don't. Yeah, Scotty, I just don't think he has the experience yet to stop a guy like Booker. Yeah, so I think Booker doesn't have those tricks in the bag yet on defense. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think I like this one. Just if you look at it, yeah, he's been hooping since uh, CP3's been out. The only issue, although I don't really think it's gonna be one, is campaign stealing all the assists. But I think with Booker back in the lineup, his usage is gonna shoot right back up to near like 35, 40%. Um, and it shouldn't be a problem. I feel like as close to guarantees can be, it's probably one of them. So look at that. She gets her dubs again. Yeah, I'll give it to her, I guess. <laughs> Thanks. All right, so uh, we're going to make our uh, daily pick screen. Just give you guys a quick little recap, and then we can uh, head out with that one. All right, so here are today's picks. Jason Tatum's over on 40.5 points, rebounds, and assists, minus 122. The Penguins, stupidly, versus the King or Golden, I said Kings, Golden Knights at minus 135. The Hornets cover their spread versus the Pelicans at minus 110, which is currently at 1.5, although it is... Constantly changing. Uh, DeAndre Hunter's over 12.5 points at minus 116. Scotty Barnes over on honestly anything. I have rebounds and assists, but points, rebounds, and assists looking just as juicy. And the Fridays with Fran pick Devin Booker over 30.5 uh, points and assists at a minus 122. Now, I've been trying to jinx our picks, but I will say I, I like it. This is probably one of the best sets of bets we've had in a little while shut your mouth i think it, shut your mouth or at least you know what here's what i'll do i think jared's bets are just really really good in almost no way that they fail so i, I i'm fully expecting him to be a nice 2-0 night so we'll see how that goes oh, there you go folks Owen two <laughs> anyway uh if you guys are watching on any of the podcast platforms make sure you guys leave us that wonderful five-star review for how beautiful jare is on the mic um, and if you're watching on any YouTube or anything like that, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, and comment what you guys think of the most recent episode. Uh, go out there, make some bets, and make some money. See ya!